They you, weren't her clothes? She would not wear a loose-fitting camo shirt. And Whose clothes were jeans. they? Great question, great question, great question. Whose converse were they? Great question, great question, great question. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today we are bringing you another story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it, we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. And time alone. And only time. <laughs> Just time. Nothing else. Nothing else. But time in but this But Father land. Time himself. <laughs> Wait, nothing but time and Father Time? Nothing but time and Father Time. And Mother Time <laughs> and Dinner Time. <laughs> it's past dinner time. It's way past dinner time. I, I mean, dinner time is whenever you eat food. At din- at, at night time. After lunch, no. <laughs> because you could have multiple dinners. <laughs> That's right? true. Here's the thing. I don't know. I think, real talk, real talk for a second. I have, never am not real you, talk. I'm, I never fake talk. You can have as many breakfasts as you want. Yeah? Like the hobbits had like third breakfast. Sure, because that was real. <laughs> dinner, sometimes I have a second dinner. You only have one lunch, eh? <laughs> I think the problem is lunch can, lunch is easily wrapped into either breakfast or dinner so sometimes you can get away with skipping that say you have three breakfasts and then two, and dinners. two dinners like it's just assumed that I you think, don't need lunch yeah i think lunch is more of a hindsight thing it's whatever the middlest meal yeah. of the day the mm-hmm. middlemost meal of the day was yeah, for you i agree i agree 100 percent. it's been a great intro hope you're not hungry out there <laughs> i just ate so i'm good i'm good as well in fact i don't want to think about food i ate too much <laughs> never it's impossible by the time we're done recording this it'll be time for second dinner <laughs> anyway <laughs> so strap in strap in here we go everybody think about what they want to eat after you're done listening and you have a while to think about it because this episode might be a little long that's fine I... Nothing will be long, as long as Princess Diana, so... That's true. This is... Our coverage of Princess Diana, excuse me. She's not, like, <laughs> seven feet tall or anything. <laughs> anyway... Is that how you laugh now? No, <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about how... Dad said something to me in Lowe's, and I had him on speakerphone, and it was basically something similar where I was like, Well, no, you don't mean that! <laughs> But I can't remember what it was, so it doesn't matter. So good, it's not even funny. Good story. Is that one as good as the one you're about to tell? <laughs> might be. Might be. So this story um, was actually one of the first stories that I ever started working on when we started this podcast. Oh my gosh! And it's taking, and it, that's why it's so long. No, just kidding. Um, actually, at one point, <laughs> I've been working on it for a year, over a year. No, I don't want to give that kind of expectation. I. I got so angry at one point that I had to put it down. Okay. It's like the seventh book of Harry Potter for me. (laughs) I am going to be completely honest. (laughs) I don't know what is in the seventh. I've seen the movies. The last one. Yeah, but I've seen the movies and they split that one into two. If you don't want Harry Potter spoilers. That one made you mad? If you don't want Harry Potter spoilers, skip ahead. Yeah, when Dobby died, I had to put it down, and I refused to pick it back up literally until the seventh movies were coming out, and I started it around the second movie. Yeah, I think sometimes books like that are like, he's going to go out as a hero, and I'm like, I think the better option is just like, he lives a long, you know, life. Yeah, with his sock that Harry gave him. Sure. I mean, mean that the Malfoys gave him. It set him free. (laughs) 
Master has set Dobby free. Okay, wait, time out. This is, we can't do two episodes of a, in a row of Harry Potter quotes. Can't? You're losing bubbles. <laughs> can't or won't. I won't stand for it. We don't have time for this. There's right. seven books and eight movies. No time. <laughs> Time. Your story that you wrote, if it was made into a book slash movie, how many would there be? Uh, only time will tell. All right, let's go. Half as many as the Princess Diana. What? Series. <laughs> Half as many. As so there'd Princess be one. Princess Diana. I know what it was. No, it wasn't done. I was talking to somebody else today, and I was talking about colors, like, color schemes, and they said, I like just about anything except the royals. And I said, now listen, just because the queen is a lizard person doesn't mean you can go saying that. And they were like, what do you mean? You don't like the queen? And I was like, you just said you didn't you like the queen. You just said you didn't like the queen. And they were like, We're both what? saying the same thing. We like the queen. They are like, what do you mean? And I was like, we're not having this conversation anymore. <laughs> I basically said, what did you say? Remember how I broke up with Cece? Well, that didn't happen. What do you mean? <laughs> Elizabeth's gone. No. 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 What do you mean? What, what do you, mean? <laughs> you can only have one wife. Why? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> New girl. Watch it. It's great. That's my plug. Anyway. <laughs> so, a uh, long time coming today. We're going to be talking about the tragic story of Jessica Renee Johnson. Oh. So, you may have heard of this. I think I ranted to you about it before and then waited long enough that you've forgotten. Well, I don't remember, yeah. So, I don't um, have great... I don't remember stuff. If it's not super shocking. And I feel like you, like, tried to rant... You probably tried to rant about it to me, but didn't say the shocking, shocking part because... to keep the surprise? Right. To keep the element of surprise. The prestige! (laughs) The prestige! In 2017, Jessica Johnson was a 37-year-old mother of two living with her parents and children in rural Mississippi. Her son was 19 at the time and her daughter was 8. Okay. Looking back, her friends and family would tell you the same two things about Jessica. She loved her children and she was gorgeous. Like, beautiful. There's this other podcast that they started saying, and I think it's caught on a little bit. They're like, if... All your friends and family say that they were, like, the most beautiful person to live and that they lit up a room when they walked into it. They died. <laughs> like. How did you know? Because <laughs> it's how just. How did you know? Why isn't it just like. It's always the good ones. And then she got an office desk job and was never the same again. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, Jessica never went anywhere without being, like, dolled up. Sure. Face full of makeup, hair done, flattering outfit. Her sister Kayla said, quote, she was always dressed up really pretty and she knew it. Yeah. If you got it, flaunt it. Like, and even if you don't flaunt it, why not? Why not? Flaunt whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And whatever, and nope, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, and done. And I lost it. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I like start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. <laughs> Isn't that an office quote? Yeah, Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> he's all... They basically call him in and they're like, he thinks he's in a lot of trouble. And he's like, listen, I didn't do it. And then they're like, Michael, your branch is the most successful branch out of all of our branches and we want to know how you did it. And he's like, it's what? <laughs> what do you what? mean? What do you mean? So he's like, I... Okay, I got it. I never do anything to anyone for any reason <laughs> at all <laughs> ever like he just yeah yeah, yeah and then it cuts to him and he's like sometimes it's for instance yeah, and i don't know where it's going office. anyway 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 let's wrap this up enough office talk you want me to wrap the story up i just start oh my god whitney we're nine minutes in oh and you, no yeah exactly <laughs> new cup new cup move down move down anyway jessica um always dolled up always looked great yeah In 2017, unfortunately, her friends and family would say that Jessica had begun hanging around the wrong crowd. Okay. She began battling an addiction to Xanax, and her taste in men changed to favor, quote, narcissistic and controlling guys. That's unfortunate. 
Her friend Michelle Bland said she thinks Jessica began believing that she could, quote, save or fix the men she began dating. She had a good heart, and that seems to be the only explanation for the sudden switch in taste when it came to dating, according to her friends and family. Yeah, if you want to save those men, become a therapist and get paid to do it. It's good, strong advice. Thank Solid you. Solid advice. Thank you. In late May and early June of 2017, Jessica was wrapped up in an on-again, off-again relationship with Garland, a known drug dealer in the area. Gross. The two fought often, but Jessica was determined to make things work between them. Jessica told her mom that she was going away for a few days to try and work things out with Garland. She thought that this would save their relationship, so she traveled five miles from her parents' home to Garland's best friend's house, where he often stayed for weeks at a time. This is the house at 7520 Horn Lake, Mississippi. Okay. So she wanted to try to make their connection deeper. So she would just go over there and hang out. Uh, in this instance, she was going over there to try and fix things because they were arguing. Right. Garland would stay there, like just go over and basically crash there. Yeah. And so they were fighting in May and she's like, I'm going to go over and we're going to work things out. Yeah. It's going to be great. That was late May. Okay. Now, again, this wasn't Garland's house. It was his friend's house. He would go there and crash from time to time. I don't know where he lived exactly. It sounded like he was a couch surfer. Uh, but 7520 Horn Lake had a reputation in the neighborhood. Um, it had a pretty untrimmed yard. The people who lived there didn't really do a lot, do a very good job cutting their grass. Um, they had numerous security cameras around, but most of all, it was known as a party house. Okay. So, if you were going there, you were probably going there to party. Okay. <laughs> Why did I have all the security cameras? That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. I just know they were there. All right. So, on June 1st, it was a pretty eventful party day at 7520. People were in and out throughout the day. A lot of people. Okay. It's like a block party house. Sure. Jessica. Drugs. Oh, absolutely. They were yeah, most so likely like a drugs. Dr- it was like a crack house. <laughs> well, her boyfriend was a known drug dealer. Garland right. was a known drug dealer. Well, no wonder people were going. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, on June 1st, Jessica FaceTimed her daughter and mother saying she would be home soon. Yeah. Because she had been gone for a couple days. Okay. According to partygoers, her and Garland also got in a fight. Uh, she reportedly then called a friend asking to be picked up after an argument. Okay. And when the friend came, people met them in the driveway and were like, yeah, they were fighting. You should probably take her home. Like, they're making a scene. Yeah, where is she? But she had locked herself in the bathroom to call her friend, and then her friend talked to her for a little bit. And she's like, actually, I'm fine. We'll work it out. Go ahead. No. No. He was one of the ones saying, take her home. Do not. I don't care what your friend says. If she has locked herself in the bathroom mm-hmm. because she's gotten in an argument with somebody at a party. You take her home. You take her home. Yep. I don't care what she... Oh, I'm fine. No, sis. You're not. We're going home. We're going now. home now. I drove all this way to pick you up. You're getting in the car. You're getting in the car and you are paying for chicken nuggies mm-hmm. on the way back. Absolutely. <laughs> dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Totally your friend. That This is, this is where bad things happen. Yeah. You're leaving your friend in a bad situation. You are. You know it's not a great spot. But I'm not blaming regardless. this person because I would be super annoyed too. Yeah, she stayed for like at least an hour This or is two. what you do. You'll be like, oh, okay, I'm leaving. And then you like pretend to like walk away. And then when um, Jessica would have opened the door, I would have been like, gotcha, bitch. And then you'd grab her and you're like, get to my car. And you use chloroform and you knock her out and you drag her to the car and you put her in the car and then you take her home before she wakes up. Like, yeah, and like you get charged for kidnapping, but in the end, like. She's it... not a kid. Wait. <laughs> Adult napping. Anyway. Anyway. Regardless, Jessica was like, I'm not leaving with you. It's fine. It's all cool down. It's all cooled down. It's all cool down. Yeah. It's, it all cooled down. <laughs> it all. Because it's, the sun went down and got cold. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. It's all cool now. <laughs> oh my god, Winnie. This is going to be the longest episode. <laughs> and not because I wrote it long. More worrisome even than her getting in a fight and not leaving with her friends is that after a while, Jessica, who always answered her phone... Was not picking up when her mom tried to contact her. Yeah. 
she could always reach her because her mom was watching her kids. Yeah. So she was like, <laughs> well, watching the eight-year-old. Like two rings max kind yeah. of a person. Right. And that's all we know about June 1st. Okay. In the early morning hours of June 2nd, 2017, a Horn Lake, Mississippi mail carrier took their usual route along the rural <gasps> road making deliveries. Shit, I know the story. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. When the mail carrier approached the mailbox at 7520, they noticed something off amidst the tall, unruly grass. Once fully in view, the mail carrier was shocked at the horrific scene laid before them and rushed off to get their colleague for help. This colleague took a photograph of the gruesome scene and the two called 911. Now, the photograph taken, have you ever seen it? I don't think so, or it's been a while. So, the photograph, I will... I don't know that we'll post this. Sure. I will post a link to the website where this is. Sure. Makes sense. Um, out of respect or for Or we'll it. censor it or for something. It. Yeah. Yes. For all of respect for those involved. Yeah. So the photograph shows a woman kneeling with her knees underneath of her, her purse on the ground between her legs, her wallet in her hand, shoe strings tied together in a perfect knot with one end in a noose around her face and neck, and the other around the 38-inch wooden mailbox post. Her hair underneath the string against her face. A camouflage shirt and loose-fitting jeans and no makeup. Okay. Now, although it seems strange that they took a photograph, it would prove to be vital in the investigation that followed. It's tough, though, right? Because if there's no... (laughs) It's tricky because it seems like, why did you, why did you still have to take a picture? Mm-hmm. But, like, that could be the only evidence that there is. Say they, they cut her down to, like, try to see if she's alive or whatever, yeah. you know, and you don't have that picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, can you recreate, like, how yeah. she was? Well, no, you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, it's it seems disrespectful, but like it's it's important. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how important it was. I'm going to show you the photo. They blur her face. So the, the okay. woman in question is later found to be Jessica. Right. Um, I've showed Caitlin the picture, and and like you said, sometimes you know it seems disrespectful, but in this case, it would prove to be crucial to the investigation. Mm-hmm. Considering how the next couple hours went. Right. So, the next couple hours would be, um, salt mills. Okay. So, for the investigation, uh, police arrive on the scene. They tape off an unusually small area around the mailbox and drive their cruisers almost right up to the body. <laughs> a pair of shoes. Hashtag bad police work. <laughs> yeah. If you, there's a picture of the police cruisers yeah from me to the door which is for five feet for our our audio medium <laughs> those listening uh, i don't even think they were five feet away they which just, is crazy because you have to think too she's outside next to a road there's there could be foot it was dirt road right it's like a drive it's like gravel, gravel. or dirt could be yeah. footprints exactly could be yeah. somebody could have dropped something yeah it was they did it didn't matter they just drove right up to her yeah and we're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. There's the body. Other things they found in their very brief, very small investigation, very small area investigation, was a pair of shoes inside the house that were missing their laces. Obviously. They were like Converse tennis shoes. Okay. Not something that Jessica would ever wear. Okay. The preliminary cause of death was ruled as suicide. The police believed wholeheartedly that Jessica had hung herself from the mailbox. How? Based on her past troubles with drug addiction and the scene fashion before them, they said the cause of death is an open and shut case. Suicide. How? I mean, even if the only way that she could have done that to herself is if she was on drugs. I don't know if she was. I don't know if that'll come out later. And she tied herself there as like a, oh, woe is me. But then like passed out to the, Mm -hmm. like like overdosed on drugs and passed out and didn't wake back up. Mm -hmm. Because 
even fall, you wouldn't be able to fall asleep like that because no. it'd wake you up. Mm-hmm. And she looks like she's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the only way you do that is if you if you passed out and then fell one way or the other, so it pulled yeah. tight enough. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and we'll get we will get into this. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. I agree with you. Yeah. So the witnesses that were questioned included the homeowner himself, who is never named. Okay. Because he thought he would get death threats for being spoken to by media. Okay. He stated that even though he hadn't seen Jessica and Garland together in months, they came to the house together on Wednesday, May 31st. From that time, they showed up on Wednesday to Thursday. She seemed out of her, you know, normal self, he said. Quote, that's the first time I've seen them in a few months together, and she just, I don't know, she was really, I think, lovesick. She was more dramatic than I'd ever seen her. Hmm. He went on to recount that the night of June 1st, there were many people at the home. He recalled Jessica and Garland getting into an argument. So, yeah. Yes, multiple people confirmed that. Sure. According to Lee Ann Moreno, Jessica's friend, this is when Jessica went into the bathroom and called another friend crying and hysterical. Right. To come pick her up. To come pick her up. She said that she was afraid of Garland and wanted someone to pick her up. When the friend arrived, Garland himself stopped her and said that Jessica was hysterical and he couldn't handle it and maybe you should just take her home. Yeah. That's what I'm here to do. Right, exactly. Girl, what are you, you're mansplaining me picking her up? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. No. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Later, Jessica allegedly sent the homeowner a text message that said uh, she just wanted to not feel the pain anymore or anything. Okay. Uh, Jessica's friend, Summer Ledbetter, Ledbetter, saw this text message and said it sounded more like frustration than... A threat of actually dying. Yeah, more like, we just keep fighting and it hurts my heart. Right. We should break up for good. Exactly. It was more like I can't, I can't can't handle this pain anymore. I want relief and someone that treats me right. Yes. That's what her friend said. Oh, so the guy that owns the house is basically like, she's a dramatic woman. Yeah, and she texted me saying she wanted to die, and then look. Look at what happened. (laughs) Look at what happened. Whatever. The homeowner says she was still threatening... Quote, one of my roommates and told me she was out in the driveway and pulled the shoestrings out of her shoes and was threatening it. They're not her shoes. And he basically kind of just shrugged it off and told her, get out of here with that. I don't want to hear it. And then he shut the door on her. So he's saying one of his roommates could have been Garland. He's not specific. Was out there, outside the house with her, and she's in the driveway with these shoestrings going, I'm going to end it all. And they were like, you're being dramatic, and just closed the door and locked her outside. That's suspicious. <sighs> okay. That's weird. He then goes on to say that that was the last time that they saw Jessica. How She's in the front yard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like... If it was, if if it was for attention, like, in my mind, I feel like she would be like, look what I'm gonna do, and, like, pull out the shoestrings, and then, like, yeah, okay, and then they lock the door. I feel like she'd be like, no, really, watch, and, like, pound, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. make a bigger scene than, like, okay, okay, bye. Okay, I'll really do it. Like, right. I, I don't, it just doesn't quite add up. Yeah. When asked if he thought that she committed suicide, the homeowner stated, quote, at first I didn't know, but now I'm kind of leaning toward that way, yeah. It's hard to believe that she sat out there from, you know, 6 p.m. on Thursday till 9.30, 10.30 Friday morning without anybody seeing her, you know. She just appeared out of nowhere, it feels like, because, I mean, you had people riding up and down the street all morning. Yeah. So he's saying, like, it's it's awfully weird that she... I think it was suicide and she was out there for 12 hours, but nobody saw her, even though people, like, walked up to the mailbox. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, what you're... Yes, you're right. It's weird, because it doesn't make Also, sense. where's all this security footage? Listen, I'll get there, okay? <laughs> I shouldn't even told you about the cameras yet. you already thinking. I'm using my brain. I'm using my detective brain. <laughs> the homeowner... The unnamed homeowner told Crime Watch Daily, quote... Whatever happened to her didn't happen here. 
And he goes on to say, quote, the way she was tied was unsettling and kind of gave you the feeling that she didn't do it to herself. Okay, but he just said that, okay. Two separate interviews. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, maybe she did. But like, no, she couldn't have done this to herself. Did you see how she was tied up? Uh, He's on drugs the whole time. I don't know. Hey, bud. (laughs) Hey, bud. Okay. The homeowner also asked that he not be named by the press because he was afraid he would receive death threats. As I said previously. That's fair. Probably good. Hey, good, I mean that's good fair. Call. That's fair. Good call. Best yeah. call you've made all day. Yeah. What followed was a messy, half-hearted attempt to clean up the scene. Okay. Garland handed police Jessica's phone, but not before changing the passcode. Why? That's a great question. And also, like, can't police just like crack that bad boy wide open? No, Apple won't let them. Wait, really? Yeah, I'll get there. Since police didn't want to investigate any other possibilities, Jessica's body was transported to the coroner's office. There, the death certificate was completed by DeSoto County Coroner Jeff Ponders, with the cause of death listed as suicide by asphyxiation or strangulation. Jeff. The coroner's report also stated that Jessica's body hung for several hours before she was discovered, and she had methamphetamine and Xanax in her system. Jeff. And and what is even more frustrating is that no autopsy was performed. Jeff. Jeff. In their grief and confusion, the family and Jessica's had Jessica's body cremated due to financial constraints no! and because they believed the police had sufficient evidence to continue investigating. Damn it. Guess what the only good evidence is now? The picture. The photo the mailman took. Damn it. Okay. Sorry I didn't hold a note there. Worst crime of the day. You you never hold it now. What are you talking about? Jessica's friends would later say, like, they don't think this is suicide. No. They said only somebody completely out of their mind would put somebody in this position. Like, stage a scene to look like this yeah. and say, yeah, it looks like suicide. Yeah. Looks like, looks like she did it herself. Right. And her family wants answers. It's weird, too, because, like, it's crazy to me, and maybe Jeff did. But the cause of death was just, like, asphyxiation, Uh right? Mm -hmm. But, like, that could be caused by a number of things pulling the shoestrings taut. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, somebody could have been holding them. Mm -hmm. Like, and did we check the shoestrings for DNA? I dropped one of my rings. Okay. When Wait, he mouthed the words, hey, no. Hey, do, do you think that we checked the stu- stu- Do you No, think- and it's... Whoa, 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 wait, stop. <laughs> Not we. They. Do, do you, you think, think they, they checked the stu- No, stu- I don't think they checked anything. And it's frustrating because the family... My goodness. I understand why they would cremate her body. Funerals are expensive. Caskets are expensive. Like, I get it. It's frustrating that they trusted local law enforcement. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it, won't do it. Like, it, it's... I, to Because they... And, like, money-wise, like, they wouldn't have been able to afford it. But, like, to get your own independent, like, coroner re- review. I don't know what you call it. Or autopsy or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, like a private autopsy. Right, right. That's so frustrating. Jessica's family members are very unsettled by the events, obviously, and they all agree on one thing. Jessica would not have killed herself. No. And even if she did, it wouldn't have been like this. Yeah. That's, yeah. She's always dressed up and everything, so now she's, like, without makeup. Yeah. such, like, a weird And a weird outfit that weren't her clothes. Garland also refused. They weren't her clothes? She would not wear a loose-fitting camo shirt. And Whose clothes were jeans. they? Great question. Great question. Great question. Whose converse were they? Great question. Great question. Great question. Heidi, question. Nobody asked this. Were the police not? Hey, whose shoes are these? I, nobody answered. All right, it's Cinderella up in here, bitch. Anything. Please don't ask anything. That's what I'm saying. Mississippi, what are we doing? They drove up to the mailbox, been like. Shoestrings around the neck. Suicide. Got him. <laughs> Suicide. Like, yeah. oh, she did drugs and now there's something around her neck. Yeah. Got him. That's ridiculous. 
Um, also, let's not forget that Garland refused to, that changed the password on the phone. Yeah! And then he refused to give the family the new passcode. They couldn't get into it for evidence, and Apple would not unlock it for them. Why? I don't know. It's total bullshit. I I don't know. They wouldn't... That's crazy to me, because it had, like, I don't understand why... It's her... There's some kind of rule or whatever, right? Like, I think this has happened before. Yeah. But was it, like, her cell phone? It's her cell phone. It's her cell phone plan. She's dead, though. Technically, And there's no investigation. There's no investigation, and it's a private cell phone. Yeah. Hey, Apple. But... Hey, Apple. I understand, but there's no investigation, so they don't feel like they need a reason to... They don't feel like there's any real need for it. I guess. Can anyone hack iPhones? Anyone? <laughs> Probably someone. Is anyone out there that Somebody can Somebody contact um, Anonymous. <laughs> can they? Wait, Anonymous is Legion. We are Legion. Have you ever seen that movie? I quote it all the time. The only no. quote I say from it is, we are Legion, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. So sorry. Jessica's mother, Linda, is convinced that this wasn't a suicide. Yeah. She says, quote, this is a display. My daughter was set up on display. And I know my daughter is too vain. She would never do something like that. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you, my daughter can barely tie her shoes. She wore all high heels. There's no way, and she would have never gone out that way. Her mother, Linda, even stated that, quote, her drug of choice is Xanax. She would have went to sleep, and believe me, she would have had herself fixed up. She would have looked like Sleeping Beauty. Oh, she said if she would have killed herself, she would have just... Yeah, she would have just taken enough Xanax to OD, and she would have gotten real dressed up first. It is hilarious, and a very important thing that she says that Jessica can't tie her shoes. Yep. Interesting. A drag, but also interesting. Yeah. Considering she had shoes. Clearly had to tie multiple knots. Yeah. Well. Yep. Yep. Okay. I don't think she mentioned anyone here anywhere in here that she was a Boy Scout. Do you remember her (laughs) saying she was a Boy Scout? I know the sailor's knot. Is that a knot? Maybe. (laughs) Do I look like a Boy Scout to you? I I ate a brownie once. I'm not judging. I'm not stereotyping. <laughs> anyway. Okay. What Linda was saying is also statistically true. Women are more likely to commit suicide using medications mm-hmm. and drugs and other less violent methods compared to men. Right. That's why, like, when somebody gets murdered with a gun or, like, brutally... They're like, oh, it's probably not a woman. Oh, I was just talking about suicide, but yeah. I know, like brutal stuff. Yeah. They don't do, it's more of like a. And women use poison. Poison, because we're actually all witches. A llama is supposed, supposed to be dead. dead. Sorry, we're being insensitive. Anyway, universally speaking, as far as her family is concerned, so. And friends. Maybe not universally, but within her friends and family. Yeah. Everyone agreed Jessica would not have wiped her face clean from makeup, and she never would have worn those clothes. Yeah, it's weird to me, too. It's weird to me, too, that she didn't have any makeup on, because I feel like the only reason she would have taken her makeup off is was to go to bed. Yeah. Like, if there was still a party happening and people were still there, She'd never she wouldn't have taken her makeup, makeup off, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Also, like, she wouldn't have worn those clothes, but most like everybody who saw the picture or like yeah. saw her outfit friends and family said she doesn't even own those clothes whose clothes were they whose shoes were they were they garlands i don't know i don't know mm. nobody said mm. linda her mom says regardless quote she would not take her own life she loved life and she loved to make people laugh everyone adored her and i want her children to know she never would have done this right prior to her death And now this is another nail in the coffin of this was not suicide to me. Yeah. Prior to her death, Jessica reportedly told her mother, quote, Mama, if anything happens to me, go find him. (laughs) Now, you know I'm not going to mention his name, 
but go find him. I'm assuming we're talking about Garland. I don't think we even need to say now, do we? It's with a D. Garland. Yeah, G-A-R-L-A-N-D. <laughs> Speak up for people in the back. Garland! Garland? <laughs> I'm coming for you. Okay. Interesting. So, her parents eventually are able to hire a private investigator. Yes! They hire Dr. Maurice Godwin, G-O-W-I-N. He yes. has two decades of experience at this point and even worked on the Casey Anthony case. Interesting. Your boy's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Godwin combed through what was known about Jessica and her death and met with Linda to explain his findings. Okay. In summary, he did not believe this was a suicide. Right. And he said the coroner couldn't have checked the box. The coroner could have checked a box saying, quote, pending investigation or homicide, which he believes would have been more appropriate. So instead of just click, just checking asphyxiation, yeah. bing, bang, boom, done, he could have said asphyxiation pending investigation. Right. So, like, that gives you the opportunity to change it But they it just later. told the family, like, asphyxiation. I can't say it. Asphyxiation? Thank you. She was, yeah. Like, the police just strangulated. Said, yeah. Strangulated. She was strangulated by herself. Yeah. Like... You and the investigation is, we looked at her. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Details? Saw them hmm. with my peepers. <laughs> Poorly. I, I, I forgot my glasses. I looked at it. I looked at her. Okay. Real up close. Yeah. Anyway, um, Godwin n- notes a couple other things when he talks to Linda. Okay. And I watched, basically, they had an interview where he sat down with the family and, like, went through these things with them. Yeah. So he said, uh, look at this way that the string is draped over her cheekbone. Yeah. It, for somebody to hang themselves with a string across their face like that would have been too painful and your body, like, wouldn't allow you to do that. Like, you couldn't overcome, like, overpower yourself. You couldn't, like, make yourself hang there because your reaction would be to pull yourself back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like if you tried to drown yourself like your body's body's gonna gonna be like i need air like exactly air 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 uh part of the stream was also across her throat where like a man's adam's apple would be Mm -hmm. so she that part of the throat in particular is too strong to like collapse so you're not gonna pass out from that right like it actually was supporting be able to breathe right it was actually doing the opposite effect sure of, like, trying to strangle something. Yeah. Her hair was also underneath the string. I was just going to say that. Isn't that weird? If you were going to tie the string around yourself, wouldn't you move your hair? You would move your hair. Which is exactly what he was saying. Why wouldn't you flip it out? Yeah, why wouldn't you push it out to be yeah. like, okay, it's out of the way. I'm going to tie it. Yep. And now I'm going to tie it. Exactly. Hmm. How do you feel about this? There's no marking in her skin. What? There's no scar or dent left in her skin. Or bruise or anything? Mm-mm. How'd she die from asphyxiation? How'd she die from? Asphyxiation. Then. What do you mean? Would the coroner think? Like, I don't understand. What do you mean? Okay. I'm what do you mean? I'm Open and shut case, Caitlin. Open <laughs> and shut case, Caitlin. I'm very confused. She clearly killed herself because she's a druggie. Open Can and shut. Can you be strangled to death without having a mark? No. Can I Google that without the FBI putting me on lists? Probably not. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, that's what Godwin's saying. Yeah. If she hung herself, there would be a mark on right. her neck from where As- she did that. Especially when he is saying that the rope is in a certain spot that it'd be very painful. Right. Okay. But he's he's saying, first of all, it wouldn't have worked. And second of all, if it did work, she would have had a mark. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. When asked if, it, if he even thought it was possible to hang oneself from a mailbox post like this, Godwin said, a quote, I've stopped using the term hanged and starting using the term tied to. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying at the beginning. Like, it doesn't make any sense because she was on her knees and it wasn't really taught. Yeah. Like, it was only tight because mm-hmm. she was slumped over because she was right. dead. Like, you'd literally have to force yourself in a position, like, force yourself to pull the rope until you pass out. Like, 
your body's going to pass out and then you're most likely going to fall the other... Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. She'd have to fall in the perfect position for it to... She's literally leaned up against the post. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do... Why would you... How would you be strangling yourself and then lean up against the... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, Godwin goes on to say that the knot in the shoelaces is tied so precisely towards the end... How'd she do that in the dark? Towards the end. Like, towards the end of the string. Like, like it's pulled to give so much length that they knotted it right at the end of the string. How'd you do that in the dark? the dark when she doesn't know how to tie her shoes. Not in a mean way. I'm just saying, she's working those heels. But he doesn't think anyone would be able to do it that precisely in the dark. In the dark. He's like, how would you do that? How would you you know how close you were to the end? That's true. I'm not going to lie. Today, when I was lacing my boots up for work, I did have to tie them three times because I pulled the bunny ears too far out i don't know if that makes sense does anybody I know, else have that problem i know what you're saying just <laughs> whoa godwin i'm agreeing with him <laughs> it'd be hard <laughs> godwin also said quote to me this is a staged crime scene yeah and one thing you have to take into account is this is just within walking distance where she was visiting with her boyfriend it's not like she drove into the woods to do this one of the first things is the neatness of the knot tied at the end of the shoestring. It's almost at the end of both ends of the strings, and the knot is tied very neat at the end. So when she sits down to do this, how does she know how much slack she's going to need to tie in the string? Too much or not enough and everything for that to work, and then the tie from that sitting position? He doesn't think that she could sit down, reach over, tie this in the edge just perfectly in the dark, Know how much slack she would need. Yeah. And, like, it just doesn't add up. Right. And he's basically she saying... she tied it to the mailbox first. And then, like, ducked under it? hmm No. I don't think. Okay. He's basically saying the woods are right there. There's a lot of low-hanging branches. Why didn't she use a tree limb? Yeah. Why did she use shoelaces, too? It just doesn't make... None of it makes sense. Yeah. So he says the body should have been given to a known pathologist for a full autopsy. Yeah. I watched the video where he sat down with the family, and he actually looks at the shoes themselves. Oh, they have the shoes. Yeah, so basically all of the evidence was returned to the family that they had. Um, The shoes and the purse were given to, back to them. He's like irate when he looks at these things. He's mad because he's like, they told you that they're kind of still investigating now because they're so angry about it. They're like, okay, we'll look back into it. No, they but they gave them evidence. all the evidence. Yeah, that he's doesn't like, make that any doesn't sense. He's like, that doesn't make sense. He also finds what he thinks looks like blood on the edge of the shoe. Yeah, and uh, her purse strap is broken. So someone yanked it. Somebody had to pull really hard to break her purse. Yeah. Seemingly missed by police, both of these things. And how much force does it take to break a purse strap? Who could have, who would have broken it? There had to have been some kind of struggle. Yeah. Like, she tried to leave and someone grabbed her purse and yanked it back. Or vice versa. They grabbed, someone tried to rob her. Um, there are a couple things, pieces of evidence that were not given back to the family. Okay. You want to take a guess? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pieces that were not given back to the family. The shoestrings? Yep. Is that all? No. Um, the family got her phone back, although they can't use it. Um, the clothes? Yeah. The clothes? The funeral home director said, uh, the clothes were given to him in a biohazard bag, and and then they just, like, disappeared. They disappeared. Yeah. The coroner was given the clothes, and then they disappeared. Mm-hmm. Well, where'd the coroner put them? Uh, they don't know. I think he, he said either they thought because they were in a biohazard bag, they needed to be gotten, like, they were supposed to be disposed of, or they were like, I don't know. I saw two. I saw both ways. Okay. And the shoestrings are just gone. So they can't be checked for blood. They can't yeah. be checked for evidence. The shoestrings can't be checked for DNA. Mm-hmm. The shoes could. Now everybody's touched them, though. Everyone's touched them now. They were passing them around. Mom and Godwin and yeah. other friends and family members during this interview, they're just handing them around. Roe Moreno, a former Memphis police officer, has also been looking into the case for the family. Memphis, okay. 
He, he used to live in Memphis. Gotcha. He's walking in Memphis. Walking in Memphis. And now he has his 10, ten feet off the ground in Mississippi. <laughs> walking with my feet 10 feet off the ground. Is that the song? It's walking in Memphis, walking with my feet 10 feet off the ground, but I couldn't get that out of my mouth. <laughs> so what I said was he's walking with his 10 feet. I'm going to be honest, you could have said anything. I did not know that was the words. <laughs> it's fine. What did they mean, walking dead with my feet dead? Heads in the clouds? Yeah. Wait, walking in Memphis, walking with my head, my head <laughs> ten feet off the ground. I'm walking in Memphis. I'm thinking of two different songs, because I don't know the next words. <laughs> Because I want to say it's, do you want to feel the way I feel, but I don't think it's, hang on. No, don't. Stop. Okay, not right now. So, Roe Moreno, a former Memphis police officer, has also been looking into the case for the family. Okay. Things that he noted about the scene was that the darkness wouldn't have been the only obstacle that she had to overcome. Okay. I watched a video where he walked up to this mailbox and he puts his hand on it and he just wiggles it back and forth. And he just like, he's like... You think that she, like, this would have held up in the struggle of someone like strangling body, themselves? Yeah. Like, it would have fallen over. Right, 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 right. He said, quote, to me, anyone with common sense would know this wasn't a suicide by hanging. She was placed here. Yeah. Critical evidence was destroyed from the start. Yeah. He's like, they drove right up to the edge of it. Yeah. Him and the, I think it was Crime Watch Daily Girl. They're like, walk up to this mailbox, which I don't know if you're supposed to touch people's mailboxes. That sounds like a federal crime. Maybe the guy doesn't live there. Like, maybe nobody lives there anymore. Oh, no, he does. Oh. (laughs) And he gave permission. He's fine. No, he didn't. It's fine. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. Wait, is your mailbox your property or is it technically government property? Um, I think it's your mailbox, but the mail is... Your property. It's still yours. I don't know. In this video, though, so, like, he's... he's got his his Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> he's like, look at this mailbox. Look how much it wiggles. Yeah. Also, and then he, like, turns, and he's like, that's the neighbor's house? Yeah. The window is literally facing this mailbox. Yeah. There's no way. Well, the guy who owned that house already said, he's like, oh, no, nobody saw her. Yeah. And then there's just this house next door with a window with a clear view. If there had been a commotion, people would have seen it, and no one asked them. Yeah. No, they were never questioned about it. Are they questioned now? No. Hmm. Other things are not adding up in this case, as if this wasn't enough. There were strange markings on Jessica's arms and several bruises. The markings have been compared to those that occur if you get splattered while cooking meth. Okay. In addition, one of the bruises looks suspiciously like a shoe print. Okay. Besides the fact that she wasn't wearing her own clothes or makeup consistent with her usual standard of appearance, the markings on her arms look like they were cleaned or possibly scrubbed to remove DNA. All right. That's speculation, but it looks like she got, someone scrubbed her clean. Yeah. Would you like to be even more suspicious? Yeah. Because I'm sure you will when I tell you that the home had many, many security cameras. Yes, where's the footage? And for some reason, the police never asked for access to them. Are you serious? Who led this investigation? Like, even if it's your first murder investigation... Like, if you're a cop, you watch cop stuff, right? No. Like, you would know. Well, apparently not. Because, like, I've never studied any type of. This is the most studying that I have done. But I know that, like, one of the first questions is you question the boyfriend slash. You question the significant other, excuse me. Huh. And then you check security footage. You got cameras? <laughs> you got You got cameras? Yeah. Pull those bad boys out. Hey, she got a boyfriend. Where her boyfriend at? Where her boyfriend at? He, she like, my good nice. Where her boyfriend at? On his way to Mexico? Weird. Weird. That's weird. Weird. Where her boyfriend at? You got cameras. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two things. Yeah. So, they didn't ask for access to him right away. And then the homeowner lost the footage. Oh, yeah. Or another interview said, well, they weren't on. And then in another interview, he said, well, I've never looked at it. 
And another one, he said, I think I recorded over it. This guy's clearly... Why do people keep interviewing him? <laughs> like, is that rude of me to say? I don't like, know. what is he giving to this? Like, he's not... Not the security footage. Right. Right. With no body to exhume and a botched investigation of the crime scene on the day Jessica's body was discovered, Linda and the rest of the family must rely on the hope that witnesses will come forward with information. No. Jessica's toxic boyfriend was questioned, and he stated that he submitted DNA to investigators. He told news reporters at WMC5 that their relationship was volatile and they were both bad for each other, but he would never physically hurt her. He gave this interview while he was appearing. He had a court hearing for his warrant in a separate county for domestic assault and bodily harm in a separate case. Oh, my God. First of all, yeah, he gave your... He, oh, I give my DNA. Well, that's great, but the police aren't comparing it to anything, so it doesn't really yeah. matter in the end. This looked like a fake... I would like never soap. hurt my significant others. This interview looked... Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> I watched this. It was one of the more wild things I've ever seen, where I was like, sir, sir, do you have a moment to talk about blah, blah, blah? And he's like walking very quickly and he's like oh yeah like oh we i mean we had a bad relationship but like it was it was volatile but i wouldn't hurt her and And they're like sir where are you going he's like i got a court here for what domestic abuse yeah wait (laughs) wait what and then he said well i don't think that she killed herself either and someone did this to her but it really hurts that her mom thinks it's me because she would know i wouldn't do that buddy you were there so who did it and then no, okay, so he says this. He's like, she should know that I wouldn't do this. That's what hurts the most. Like, we should really be looking for the real suspect. Mm-hmm. And then he stops, and he looks at the reporter, and he looks at the camera, and he turns around, and he just <laughs> runs away. It's TMZ. <laughs> like, it looks like... <laughs> he realized that he shouldn't have been saying anything. It was like, a, oh, shit, I'm late for this court hearing. Yeah. But he just didn't say anything. He's like... It, like, we should be looking for the real killer. And then just <laughs> is gone. I'm shook. But also, there's not going to be witnesses come forward because it was a meth house. I mean, it was like, a Like, nobody's going to say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're all doing, they all have drugs on them. Yeah. If you come forward and be like, oh, I was there. Oh, you were? So that means you are on drugs or had drugs. Yeah. Or you knew or you were like around you were in the possession. Drugs. Yeah. Or you knew people had drugs and didn't say anything. Yeah. So this case remains open. Yeah. Well uh the family is frustrated and saddened. There are police officers that knew Jessica personally and went to school with her and grew up with her. And they like didn't do anything. Yeah. Or like look like, into so it or like care. It. Yeah. Or didn't show like You're a police officer. Do your job. It's your job. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do your job, don't do that job. I say it all the time. If you don't want to be there, if you're having a bad day, that's one thing. But if you don't want to be there and you don't want to do the hard work, then get a different job. Get a different job. The investigator Godwin said if this had been a college girl or a housewife, you would never hear the end of it. Yeah. However, her lifestyle and her known drug use are reasons that folks are biased against this case. Yep. In order for this to be investigated properly, Godwin says that the death certificate and cause of death would have to be changed. Yeah. And, um, Well, because it's an open case, but it's not really. Yeah. Because it's written as a suicide. Right. So, what has to happen now, because the coroner wrote didn't check like pity yeah. investigation captain nikki lanfear of horn lake pd states that the state medical examiner will have to be the individual to to change the cause and manner of death yeah and that report would take four to six months to complete well he should get on it that jeff. was from, that was from 2017 jeff now yeah jeff jeff i don't know what you did so there is a Facebook page that Linda runs still. Oh, yeah. Okay. In memory of and dedicated to finding more information about Jessica. Sure. Um, I was on there. I looked for an update. Um, I commented on one of the posts and I asked, was there ever an update on the state medical examiner's findings yeah. to overturn the original coroner's report Mm -hmm. and linda did respond to me oh okay and she said we were never given the results of that and they will not give us any updates on the investigation 
as far as like the state medical examiner's office. They they've basically they keep telling them they're working on it and they're not. They're not. They're not going to because that's right. too much work. The only time I feel like you ever see like cold cases be solved like this mm-hmm. is when they specifically put a unit like a cold case unit right. on it. Right. Because they're like, we don't want to spend the resources right now. We're too busy. You're not. You're just not trying. Well, and that's the thing, like I know it's a small town. And they might not have a lot of resources. Yeah, but, the but thing like, is, how many murders do you have then? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, what, what, maybe these folks aren't trained for this situation. But it's like, well, what but that's you what I was said. saying before. You, like, watch one cop movie and you know that you gotta rope off an area. You know oh, you gotta did. wear it gloves. Was just like, well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Feet. Like, do you watch CSI? You look for tire tracks. You look for footprints. You look for specks of dust. <laughs> I think I'm you're sorry. The black lung. Pop. I got a little too hyped up. No, but that's exactly why this case. I literally had to put it down. Yeah. For months. Yeah. We've been doing this for almost two years now, and this was probably the third story that I looked at talking about. Yeah. Because I just couldn't fathom why this was handled so poorly. Yeah. I know why. It's because they were like, well, this is clearly a party house. She's clearly addicted on to drugs. drugs. Yeah. She did. She, she was clearly hyped up did on meth. Yeah. She deserved it. Right. Which isn't true. No. No. No one deserves it. On drugs or not. Like... But everyone deserves, like, a fair investigation. investigation. Right, And it right. just wasn't done. No. And and I would love, I love being devil's advocate. I do. No, I, I'm not. But not here. The only devil's advocate side you could play on is what we just said. Maybe they weren't qualified to handle this type of investigation. But then again, then, like, you know the bare minimum like, you rope off more than a five-by-five five square. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know that, and I'm not trained. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's where, I co- that's where I'm kind of like, you've mishandled so much of the... E- put it in, you wear gloves, you pick it up, you put it in a bag, you seal that bag off, you swap for DNA. Like, I don't... That's probably not all the steps. But, like, they didn't even do that. They just threw evidence away. There wasn't even a chalk outline. Right. Like, they just... They didn't even wiggle... The mailbox, apparently. They didn't even wiggle it. They probably did, and they were like, oh, man. Oh, man. Loose. Whoops. <laughs> like, it was just, yeah. I, I'll, I will post some pictures. I will not post the picture of Jessica's body against the mailbox, because I don't think that's respectful to her or her family. But my resources, if you want to see them, you can look at that. Yeah. I've showed Caitlin the picture, and she agrees I've with seen me. Them just, just glancing at it, you're like, "That's weird." Yeah, that doesn't seem right. It doesn't like both Moreno and Godwin said if she would have really been strangling herself and pa- and like lost consciousness, she would like, fall forward or backwards or yeah. like she wouldn't. Well, have that's what I was up. saying. There, you, she would have had to fall so specifically to that place. That it was enough to continue to strangle her so she wouldn't wake back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, doesn't. like, why would you pick the mailbox? Like they said, like, why wouldn't you just pick... I don't know. There, there was probably a porch beam. Like, like you know what I mean? And, like, and if you're... Okay, so you could say, oh, well, she she like, she like wanted to be, like, on display and be like, you did this. Look what you made me do. She would have done her makeup. She would have been all dressed up. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Or, like, you would have done it standing. Like, you wouldn't have kneeled down on the mailbox. Right. And, like, why... How did she strangle herself but her phone was in her hand and her, and her hand was in her purse? Yeah. Doing what? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't... None of it her phone sense. was in her hand, and her hand was in her purse. Yeah. And yet, when they got there, Garland was able to take the phone and change the password. Yeah. 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 There's a mole. Well, this is a weird thing that, like, this just gives conspiracy theory all the way down. But I, it would be interesting to see. It's a small town. Mm-hmm. Who. Who does who do the people at the party know that are police officers? Oh, absolutely! Like I, I, I 
I'm not saying that necessarily happened, but there was enough bias there that they did not care. They were yeah. being called to a drug house. Yeah. And they, tr- they was treated as if oh, it sh- didn't matter. She OD'd. Like, what are you going to do? And yeah. Like, she anything, <laughs> they were like, oh, oh, she got too high and did this. Yeah. Like, it's just so sad that this is what they... This is all they did. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, was a mother of two. Mm -hmm. Some people struggle with addiction. And, like, ignoring them until something bad happens is not the right thing to do. And treating them like they're less human is not the right thing to do. No. And that's what they did. You, You become, I don't know, you become investigators to investigate. I know that's a hard concept. Like Run didn't. it by me one more time, because <laughs> like I'm not so sure. <laughs> they didn't do it. They didn't. If you don't want to do the job, then don't do that job. Quit. Do a different job. Yeah. Try harder. If you don't want to be there, then don't. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's wild. So mm. do you think this story will keep you up at night, or will you still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? Oh. Stories like these do keep me up at night but like because like i'll never know no i don't think anyone ever will i'll never know like i and it's like those tiktok memes where it's like uh, me getting into heaven where is she where's who and then like you slap him and then they run up to like an unsolved yeah like john case yeah and they're like who, who hurt you like who did this yeah like i want answers I think that we're going... This is how I think this truth will come out if it ever comes out. Garland's going to end up in jail for another domestic assault. Yeah, yeah. And his cellmate's going to come forward and say, oh, you know, he told me that this is what actually happened. And it's going to re... There's going to be new evidence that comes forward. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't doesn't mean the state... Yeah, where were her other what clothes? What happened to the clothes she normally wears? Wait, what she happened to the clothes that she days. was in the party at? That's what I'm saying. I didn't even think about that. Because I was like, I'm oh, saying. she just changed into, like, Garland's clothes for, like, pajamas. But where Jeans? Oh, well. She knew she was going there for a couple days. She would have had a bag. Where's her bag? She's built meth on her. Changed clothes. All arm splatter but she took a bag yeah so like why was her whole bag nobody knows where her bag went i've not seen anything about it they're like we don't know where her clothes are and i feel like that's like an easy question like hey where are her clothes we don't know what do you mean you don't know you don't know looks like we got to go through your whole house buddy oh you have drugs in here well unless you can tell me where the bag is hey we went through a known drug house and you know what we found (laughs) A pair of laceless shoes. <laughs> shoes are they? Everybody sit down. I'm putting these on your feet until we find a match. And and I didn't see any one specific place where they said these weren't her shoes. But I'm taking, no one had seen these clothes before. And mm-hmm. she didn't even really know how to tie her shoes. Yeah, why would mother. she wear? Yeah. <laughs> Linda. Listen, Linda. I let's go, I'm, Linda. I'm listening, Linda. I don't know. I just I can't. It's wild. I can't. This this story really like I it infuriates me because it's just such bias against yeah. people who are struggling. And it's like it, ones like these like are super frustrating because it's like it could have been it could be solved if they investigated. And they think they solved it. Don't get me wrong, but like we could know for we could know a hundred percent she was killed or she killed herself if there was an investigation, but there wasn't one. And it was that's all so frustrating. All of the all of the evidence is either lost or was handed back yeah. to people that probably shouldn't have had it. Her body is there's no body. Yeah, there's no body. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Unless more witnesses come forward. And they're not, like I said. And they won't. 
then you have to admit you're there. Anyway. Which technically they have, I guess, because the homeowner every time he talks, no, to he does not story. count. Get out of here! No, different story about his security cameras. <laughs> no, he he does not. He's I'm, he's what I call an unreliable narrator. Oh, shoot! They were pointing the other way. Oh man, they were they were going, facing the walls of my house. They were like. undergoing an update. Like I don't know what to tell you. Oh man, like a spider built a web over in front of the one, the only one facing that. Way. Like what are like, you? Wait, well, okay, wait, but that one's legit. <laughs> it was Charlotte. She spelled out that pig. <laughs> don't ask me what Charlotte's web is about because I don't know. There's a pig. It talks to a spider. I think it's like what a pig. I don't think it's that pig. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm it, mad. Yeah. If you want to be mad with us, um, go ahead and let us know how angry you are. On our Facebook, it's just Bug and Rug. Our Instagram and Twitter, at BIR Podcast. If you would like to look at the resources that Whitney used, you can go to bugandarug.podbean.com. Reach out to us. Let us know how furious this case makes you. I'm trying to see if there's a tip line. Like, place to call. Yeah. If, if you have any information about this case, um, I'll obviously post my resources, but we will also um, post a link to the Jessica Renee Johnson um, Facebook, Facebook page. page that's run by her mother. Sure. Uh, there's more information there. She posts things in memory of, of her daughter. Um, but also, if you have more information, she's always looking for people to come forward with that. Yeah. It's the most direct line to people who care about the results of this investigation and right. want to know what happened. Yeah. Um, and they have private investigators that are working with them, too. Well, so. yeah, I was like, you can, I mean, contact the local police, but they may not. I don't know what they, like, I don't know if they consider it a cold, like, closed yeah. case. So I'm not sure. I don't know if they do and anything. I, yeah, I don't so. think they're getting a lot of answers, so I think directly contacting them is probably. Sure, sure, sure. Um, the best thing we can do. Well, thank you for telling me. This Thanks story. for listening. No problem. I'm all about it. I'm ready to get riled up for those crazy stories. Walking in Memphis. With my head ten feet under the ground. Yep. <laughs> Signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight. <laughs>